Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bearer of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. Television telling lies. I know for sure the revolution won't be televised. I know that we've been waiting patiently for better times. We fell asleep and men are blind, can't recognize it's genocide. Feel like the bomb about to drop out of the clouds. Another virus going airborne, go hide inside your house. Farmers watching crops die, they drying up with droughts. Angry people forming crowds and trying to burn the cities down. This is Armageddon, martial law for our protection. I talked to God, but it's long distance and I lost reception. Forest fires and oil spills are the awful lessons. I'm just waiting for the devil to take over heaven. This is biblical, I swear. It's in the Bible, we keep killing one another and we dying for survival. We used to fight for peace, we put our flowers in their rifles. Now we're about to be extinct, every man, woman, if and child. It's the end of the world, I will do better next time. Oh, yeah, I know it. Yeah, I know it. If it's the end of the world, I know that I have lived my life to the fullest. Yeah, the fullest. We still don't. Top of mountains, we've been to space before. We had our dogs and houses, we dug up dinosaurs. We built those bombs are dropping, we fought in all their wars. Now that the sky's falling, what did we do it for? Feels like the end is near, our freedom's disappearing. People playing God, call it genetic engineering. Media misleading us and evil's interfering While the government we need became the power that we're fearing Our billionaires are going to space, don't blame them for leaving Birds are falling out the air, fish washing up on our beaches This is end times, humans got a deadline Children were the future till we ruin them with headlines Should be past their bedtime, but everyone's woke They told us chase a dollar that made everyone broke I feel like cryptocurrency is probably our last financial hope Soon enough the government will leave your bank account froze Judgment day is coming, you can run or you can stand and fight Panic in the dark or lead rebellions by the candlelight This ain't your granddaddy's planet earth, it's black and white The end is coming, I'll see y'all in the afterlife the end of the world, I will do better next time Oh yeah, I know it Yeah, I know it If it's the end of the world, I know that I have lived my life to the fullest Yeah, the fullest We stood on top of mountains, we've been to space before
right. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Wherever you are in the world, my name is Josh. That's Vince Tagliavia. This is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. Live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, 8 p.m. on Tuesdays. And tonight, for everybody out there who's wondering why we do this on 8 p.m. on Tuesdays, we have American Media Periscope's AMP After Hours, where I am your host. And that follows this show at, um, that is at 8.30 p.m., or sorry, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that's on American Media Periscope's Rumble channel. You can always find those replays on American Media Periscope's um, website, ampnews.us. But it's going to be a good show tonight. I'm going to go in-depth because I have a whole hour on that show. Uh, well, you know, it was funny because I was supposed to have a guest tonight, and uh, they had to cancel last minute. They're actually going to jail in t- tomorrow wow. for January 6th. And so I was going to have them come on tonight, and they have uh, friends and families were doing something, an event for them. They're like, hey, can we do it tomorrow? So I'm going to try to get her on the radio show instead. Uh, oh, but cool. so I was supposed to have a guest. So I was going to plan on talking about the Trump card tonight on American Media Periscope. So I'm going to be talking about that. And maybe I'll go a little bit more in depth to the whole plan. Ooh, the whole plan. But today on this show, we're going to be talking about the Trump card inbound and what that really means. And uh, I did a long post on Twitter about it. And I'm excited to talk about this because now that I'm looking at things and we've always been looking at things like this, but yeah. now I'm looking at like kind of what people are saying, Trump and uh, you had uh, John, the Jan, Dr. Jan Hapler the other day. Um, it starts to kind of align with, Oh my God, I think I know what the Trump card is, but we'll see. We'll see how this pans out. And there's some announcements coming out next week. So we'll talk about that. Um, if you're new here to the daily dose, this is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy of communism coming to America, the usurping of the United States constitution, the undermining of our rights, our freedoms, our liberties of the pursuit of happiness, the enslavement of mankind. America is the world's last hope and not America. And is in our government, but America as in the American people waking up, rising up, speaking up and taking the necessary measures to curb tyranny right spot what what was that i don't know what that was but that was weird did you hear that little beep I didn't get not nope I hope, I hope you went, <laughs> oh went. <laughs> that's not good this is never good it's never good when you hear <laughs> from your computer yeah. <laughs> so what else oh, we, we talk oh. about here is we talk about the global firestorm event which is inbound we've been talking about this for well over three years and this is uh, a systematic approach to take over a country, to collapse a society, and to usher everybody into a form of chaos where everybody is going to be wanting a new form of government, which the world government will be there ready and waiting and willing and happy to take over the reins. <clears throat> if you need more on the Firestorm event, we've done plenty of shows on that. You can go to our Rumble channel and you can search through and just find anything that says Firestorm or just like go to a lot of the episodes last week. So... That's how it went. So for somebody out there, like, how did that went? But anyway, so we do a lot of, uh, of analysis here. We do a lot of investigation and research, and we put together the narrative. We follow the money. We follow the narrative. We follow the news circuit, and we understand their playbook and how it all unfolds because we've read all of their stuff. And so we can see the next 10 steps coming. And this is what they mean by Donald Trump playing 5D chess, don't they? Is that he understands exactly what these some bitches are doing. And he knew that it was going to take him to this position. And I'm excited to talk about this tonight. So first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to get into a little bit of news that we have and talk about potentially what's going to be coming. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen came out today and claimed that most Americans feel good 
about their own economic situation. I, I mean, how can you be so dis- detached from society? Gas prices just hit a 10-month all-time high, $3.85. Okay? Um, I, I ordered Buffalo Wild Wings tonight. And mm-hmm. they had the BOGO offer, buy one, get one on Tuesdays. Yeah. You buy one, get one 50% off. And it used to be dollar wings, and you buy another set for 50 cents. Now the wings are $2. So that's kind of expensive, $3 for two wings. That That's pretty expensive for chicken wings, especially yeah. the small little chicken wings that of the wild wings get you. But, I mean, if you want to understand what inflation is, go to the grocery store and try to buy something that you bought four years ago, and it's going to be a radically more expensive. You know, on top of this, we have Joe Biden coming out today. The, today's CPI report shows that our economy remains strong. Annual inflation has fallen by two-thirds since last summer. And inflation outside of food and energy has fallen to its lowest level in any three-month period since September 2021. Well, you know, it's interesting because the same report came out last week claiming that July inflation was the highest that it's been since September 2021. So I'm just curious. I mean, wow, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's all fake fake news. There it is. It's all fake, Pete. What they're doing is they're manipulating the numbers so that Joe Biden can get some good talking points and throw them out there. And this weekend, they'll go back in and they'll put the real numbers in there. Uh, there's this article today in MSN.com. What is what recession? This, the summer's economy is defying the odds. Well, of course, it's defying the odds. It's being 100% manipulated. Like You have to understand how much liquidity is being pumped into this market by the Federal Reserve through uh, private treasury transactions by non-borrowed money. I mean, during COVID, this was trillions upon trillions of dollars and it's, it hasn't stopped. And so we have a completely manipulated economy. And here's the thing is, eventually this is going to catch up with the economy. Uh, Michael Burry from um, uh, Get Short, he just shorted the entire market $1.6 billion. That is a red flag, wake up call. Here it comes, get ready. The Dow slides more than 300 points, breaking a three-day win streak as the banks, uh, as bank names tumble. What's going on with banks? Banks are in the position of potentially being recategorized because of their bad asset holdings. Why do they have bad assets? They cannot cast their assets out for liquidity to pay back the depositors who are leaving their banks. This is a crisis that they're not even talking about. Imagine if this was 2007. I'm saying, hey, they're selling junk mortgages as triple A certified bonds on the stock market and people are buying them up. This thing's going to crash when everybody starts foreclosing on these houses. People are going, you're a conspiracy theorist. You don't know. They would never. Nobody would allow that to happen. This is your 2007 people. The deposits are leaving the banks. The banks have bad assets. The banks don't have the capital to pay the depositors who are leaving. And if deposits are leaving, they don't have new capital to reinvest for future profits. If they don't have new capital to invest for future profits, that bank goes belly up. It's going to start very, very shortly. I would say 30% chance September, 45% chance October. 50 plus percent chance between the, uh, March or sorry, November to March. All right. And so this is where you start going, okay, well, what should I do? Get some money out. Just like Debbie just said, land grab, 
get some money out. When prices drop, go buy some land for 400 bucks an acre. <laughs> yeah, or whatever it may be. Yeah. Maybe uh, prepare for this winter. Yep, prepare for the winter. Winter is coming. It's always how it is. Uh, winter is coming. I'm ready. Well. So uh, the June S&P breakout with a record uh, purchase of $120 billion in U.S. stocks was not due to Americans or new market sentiment or even uh, domestic financial institutions, but was due to foreigners. Isn't that suspicious? It's very suspicious. It's almost like they're propping up the stock market for a reason. It's almost like they're manipulating the market for a reason. It's almost like they're setting the economy up for a massive black swan event. I'm just saying. All right. What else we got here? Oh, wow. Look at that thing. Woo. I love this. Let's share this screen here. Oh, that's not what I wanted to do. The criminal indictment of Donald Trump. And many others, 19 others. We have everybody was in violation of the Georgia RICO Racketeer Influenced and Corruptions Act, which is going to be very, very hard to prove. So every single one of these statutes that they are being charged with, okay? Yeah. Pins and pertains to one thing. There's one truth. That has to be absolutely, verifiably accurate. What's that? Do you know what that truth is? No. In order for all those crimes to have been committed by those people, there's one thing, one thing only that has to be true. What's that? Is that there was no election fraud in Georgia. Hmm. That, this whole, all of those charges penned right up to that. That there is zero election fraud in Georgia. And that Donald Trump, and the other part, the First Amendment case, Donald Trump believed, or Donald Trump knew that he had lost, but still pushed it anyways. That, that is the two basis of all these charges. Which means all of this goes on trial. Oh, what a glorious day, Vince! What a glorious day it will yeah. be! I'm just trying to see, like, are they really this stupid? What's their angle, right? Meaning the bad actors, the deep state, if you will. What's their yeah. angle on this? I'm like, what? how are they going to recover from this? They have their own Trump card up their sleeve, for example. And I just think maybe they were put into this corner accidentally taking the bait, and they are that stupid. And what this might really come down to is if they can't make this stick, maybe they just go full-blown totalitarian, Turn the dial to 100, and then the only thing thing that'll uh, fix this is social unrest at the end of the day, if they do Mm -hmm. that. Napoleon Bonaparte, never interfere with an enemy in the process of destroying himself. These people are stupid. Enjoy the show. They Listen. They had no other way to get Donald Trump other than this. And he knew it. This is why he never conceded the election. This is why he's always been strong and firm on the election was stolen. The election was stolen. This is why he took the appropriate measures that he did. So let me ask you this. Talking about the boards. 
What could we have actually have seen happen here? With what? With Trump. What do you think the scenario is? Do you think that Trump went into the 2022 election? Went in. And just said, Let's cross our fingers and, and hope we catch 2020. him. 2020, no. Do, do you think he just, you know, President of the United States, got all this stuff to his, his, his access. Just goes not. into the election and goes, guys, we're going to go into this election. Okay, I set up CISA, I got Space Force, I got military, we got we got all the security in place, right? Everything's all good? Yeah, yeah, Mr. Trump, everything's good, knowing that these people are snakes and hate them. Do you think he went in there right. and goes, I hope, I hope they like me? No. Absolutely 0% chance of that happening. Trump released a statement yesterday, like... Manhattan DA Ellen Bragg, deranged Jack Smith, and New York AG Letitia James, Fulton County's radical Democrat district attorney Fannie Willis, is a rabid partisan who is campaigning and fundraising on a platform of prosecuting President Trump through these bogus indictments. Ripping a page from the crooked Joe Biden's playbook, Willis has strategically stalled her investigation to try to maximally interfere with the 2024 presidential election and damage the dominant Trump campaign. All of these corrupt Democrats' attempts will fail. Combined with intentionally slow-walked investigations by the Biden-Smith goon squads and the false charges in New York, the timing of the latest coordinated strike by a biased prosecutor in the overwhelmingly Democrat jurisdiction not only betrays the trust of the American people, but also exposes the motivation driving the fabricated accusations. They could have brought this two and a half years ago Yet they chose to do this for the election interference reasons in the middle of President Trump's successful campaign. He is not only leading all Republicans by a lot, but he is leading against Joe Biden in almost every poll. President Trump represents the greatest threat to these Democrats' political future and the greatest hope for America. The legal double standard set against President Trump must end. Under the crooked Biden cartel, there are no rules for Democrats while Republicans face criminal charges for exercising their First Amendment rights. These activities by Democrat leaders constitute a grave threat to American democracy and are direct attempts to deprive the American people of their rightful choice to cast their vote for president. Call it election interference or election manipulation. It is a dangerous effort by the ruling class to suppress the choice of the people. It is un-American and wrong. They are taking away President Trump's First Amendment right of free speech and the right to challenge a rigged and stolen election that the Democrats do all the time. The ones who should be prosecuted are the ones who created the corruption. President Trump will never give up and will never stop fighting for you as we work to make 2024 great, America 20, great again in 2024. Now, this is where it gets interesting. So Mike Lindell is going to be releasing some information. Trump comes out and says he's about to release irrefutable report on the election fraud in Georgia. Governor Kemp comes out and says, there's no election fraud. We we went back and recounted. Remember, they took the receipts from the tabulators, recounted them. They didn't scan, rescan the ballots. Oh, no, because they destroyed them, recount. right? They destroyed yeah. the actual physical copies, kept the digital copies, right? Bogus recount. Yep. So Trump said the irrefutable report, report would be presented with a news conference at Bedminster Monday, August 21st. At 11 a.m., a large, complex, detailed, but irrefutable report of the presidential election fraud, which took place in Georgia, is almost complete, will be presented by me um, at a major news conference at 11 a.m. Monday next week in Bedminster, New Jersey. Based on the results of the conclusive report, our charges should be dropped against me and others. There will be a complete exoneration. 
they never went after those who rigged the election. They only went after those who fought to find the riggers. So this is interesting. August 21st, okay? So he's going to be coming out with this irrefutable evidence. What, what do you think's in this evidence, Vince? Um, I think it's... I don't think it's going to be anything new. I'm not sure, honestly. I think it's going to be just everything that is out there already. But maybe... I don't know, because he can't really bring in information that's not public, right? Mm-hmm. So it'll just well, be all the public information that we were talking about back then. Yeah, no, possibly. And, and I, I want to see when he posted that on his true social, because I think there is some something here. And so Donald Trump, he posted that on his true social. Let's find out. Let's find this one. And we'll, we'll go ahead and play this here in a second. Um, this, and I love his true social, by the way. He's been just absolutely on point. And so I'm just scrolling through his true social. I'm looking for um, this one. Oh, Chris Christie. There it is. A large, complex, detailed, but irrefutable report on the presidential election fraud that took place in Georgia. Okay. So he posted that at 7.49 a.m., which is 8.49. Okay, 8.49. That's what I was looking for. Um, and, and I don't think 849 is significant, but it might be. It, it is. Oh, it, it is. <laughs> it is. Of course it is. 849, guys. Future proves the past. You have so much more than you know. Biggest intel drop in our known history. Okay. Now, you know what's even better about that? What? What? Um. So he he said that the conference is on what day? August twenty first, uh, right? August twenty first, yeah, Monday. Okay, go to nineteen thirty two. By nineteen thirty two, I'm sorry, I'm slow. Because it's August twenty first, two thousand eighteen. It's the only post ever on August twenty first. Oh, I see. Okay. And what is that post? It's a Reddit link, the Great Awakening. No, just it's just it's just the Great Awakening. It's the oh. Great Awakening. It's the Great Awakening. So you have you have more than you know, future proves past. Enjoy the show. The Great Awakening. Hmm. So, Vince, what possibly could Donald of Trump have that maybe has never been released before? That shows evidence of voter fraud. That exonerates him from the Jack, oh. Jack Smith evidence. That exonerated him from the Georgia. Maybe personal conversations with people that he had. No, no, no. I don't think personal conversations would work in this sense. Well, I posted it here. You remember last week Donald Trump mentions a few things and uh, Cash Patel came out and uh, the timestamp on Donald Trump's post went directly to the Trump card. Remember this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We we talked about it on the show. I posted this on my social media. Then Cash Patel comes out a little while after that and is doing the Trump card. Yeah. Okay. Trump card coming. Let's think about this for uh, let's think for a moment about Trump and what is happening. And I want you all to picture this in your mind. Firstly, the deep state is going all out on Donald Trump, right? Oh yeah. If Trump doesn't have the evidence to substantiate his innocence and basically victory in the 2020 election, then he is going to jail and will have bail be. This comes from both the federal lawsuit and the Georgia lawsuit. 
if he does not have, this is so crucial, if he does not have the evidence to substantiate his victory in 2020, to prove election fraud in 2020, he's going to jail and he's going to go to jail for life. So think about it. He has basically set the stage for all this to happen, asking for it, instigating it, which he's still doing. Now the deep state is coming after him through the weaponized DOJ about the very thing he wanted to bring the attention to in this country. He tried to bring this to the attention of everybody during the 2020, after the 2020 election. He tried to get people out there on January 6th, but all of those things failed and he knew they would fail. He knew they would blow it under the rug. A few things stick here. All these charges deal with the results of the 2020 election. That's an underlining fact. Every single charge from Jack Smith to Georgia deal with the 2020 election results. Absolutely, right? Executive Order 13848 is still active. Joe Biden has renewed it since he stole office. True. That's a foreign election interference in the time of an election. And you basically waive all your rights to property, money, bank accounts, season, everything else. Dr. Halper, a week and a half ago, claimed the military had all the evidence on the real results of the 2020 election. She was on a special DOD task force, a friend with Donald Trump. I don't agree with everything she says, but maybe there's some legitimacy what she said there. Number four, Trump retruthed, then later said, I need one more indictment to ensure my victory. Remember this? Yeah. I need one more indictment to ensure my victory. And that was, uh, it was this the one that I was thinking of? Yeah. Oh, no, no, that's not, the, it's not the one I was thinking of. I thought it was 1142. So if that was 1142, that would have been the one. But this is, I need one more indictment to ensure my victory. My, to ensure my election. Now, let me ask you this, Vince. I need one more indictment to ensure my election which election 2020 i guess 2020 that's what this is all about been about since the beginning lieutenant general dan raising kane headed all pentagon special access programs under donald trump from 2018 to 2020 mar-a-lago was raided looking for something that they did not get Trump makes an announcement after the last indictment talking about a new evidence will, that will exonerate him. We just went over that. Could it be, as we have said for years now on this show, that Trump created a special access program with military intelligence to monitor and record the election interference and actual results, but to keep it hidden until this moment? The deep state went to Mar-a-Lago looking for this. Trump has a copy of this, plus all the people involved can and will testify. What kind of evidence would be needed to exonerate Trump? And that's the big question. What kind of evidence would be needed to exonerate Donald Trump in all of this? And literally, he said, Monday, the charges shall be dropped. So what is the hmm. massive amount of evidence that would have to be released for Donald Trump for that to happen? Obviously, not citizen-derived data. Not 2,000 mules, true to vote. Not, not that data. Because that's just being ignored. That's being... Thrown under the bus, right? Yeah, what do we've you already think? yeah we've already seen that being ignored and thrown out and discredited. Yet, what about the disclosure of a small military intelligence operation that recorded and monitored the 2020 election and covered the fraud? 
where those officers enlisted and all members came forth, including top brass, to confirm the information is legitimate, where it showed collusion with CISA and foreign actors playing a part. DNI Ratcliffe already annotated this in his report. Joe Biden claimed Trump left him a very generous letter when Trump left the White House. You remember this? Oh, yeah. Could this have been something along the lines of keep Executive Order 13848 active and Hunter gets a pardon? Oh, now, if you're wow. Joe Biden and you believe in the deep state, you want to keep all options open. Right? You're going to, okay, well, you know what? Maybe we'll just keep this around as insurance. Joe would know there is a chance that all this would happen and that um, he and would take that simple step just in case he would did bring the insurance. Are we about to see the Trump card being played? The military, through a special access program before 2020 election, actually recorded the fraud in real time, hid the data until this moment so that the people could see the truth and now rely on, and not rely on word of mouth. Future proves the past. Nothing can stop what's coming. Welcome to the storm. Yep, and Roxy just said it right here. Do you remember during before the Joe Biden um, White House speech when uh, Hunter's voice came across and he was talking about cutting the deal? Oh, yeah. Hmm. And then they cut that out. They removed that? Yep, that did happen. What is this all about? What is, what is actually going on? Did the deep state, the foreign intrusions, did they get set up? I think they did. I, I honestly think they did. And, you know, you have Lieutenant General Dan Kane, who is the one who destroyed the ISIS caliphate. Donald Trump has mentioned him by name multiple times. Um, he testified in front of the 9-11 Commission, uh, 9/11 Commission on September 11th, about the September 11th incident, because he was one of the two F-16 pilots in the air over Washington, D.C. that was given stand downs, do not shoot orders after his commanding officer gave him open, um, um, open gun uh, orders to fire and shoot and kill. And whatever he saw in the sky that night was so misleading that they had to classify his testimony in front of the 9-11 Commission. And Donald Trump realized that he could probably trust this guy, probably because the generals have this whole, uh, this whole network of other generals who stick together, who are patriots. We know because Barack Obama ejected 198 of them in 2012 after he was reelected, and they were part of the the people trying to discover what the hell was actually going on in our country with the deep state and the selling of military secrets. Well, Trump comes in, he appoints Dan Kane as basically the head of all special forces in Syria and Afghanistan and Iraq. They absolutely annihilate the ISIS caliphate within six months. Mad dog's done. He leaves. He then appoints this guy raising Dan Kane, Lieutenant general to the head of the Pentagon special access programs. What does that mean? It means that this guy, oversees all the authorizations and budgets of all the special access programs that go through the Pentagon. What are these? Originator control, controlled caps and saps. So or, caps and saps are ORCON, originator control, but kind of like a, 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 a catch-all title. for But basically ORCON, cap and sap. Controlled access programs, special access programs, ORCON. What are these? Well, this is what you're seeing right now with the UFO stuff that's coming out. They're in special access programs. Basically, the president of the United States can't have access to these. The DNI doesn't have access to these. Certain people don't have access to these. But there's one man in all of the military who has access to all of this. 
And that would be the man who oversees all SAP programs, typically a two or three star general. And that guy during the Donald Trump administration was raising Dan Kane. Now, there's only a few people that have the ability to create a special access program. The originating office, so the, the head of the originating office or the commanding officer of the originating office. So let's say that there was a military intelligence brigade and they came in and said, hey, we want to create a special access program. We have potential that there is some foreign interference in our elections and we want to monitor that because we've been monitoring the deep state for a while and we know that there's some American collusion involved. Okay, great. Go to the Jug Advocate General, get your FISA warrants through this special access program, which we classified FISA warrants, which all of them basically are. You only need one judge approval on those. Dan Kane makes sure that the budget is appropriated and that this gets paid for. Donald Trump's the one who originally initiated it or brought it to their attention. Look, I, you know, if I lose, I lose. If I win, I win. But I want you to monitor the 2020 election and I want you to get all the data. They go out there, they set up shop, they do it at the same time that CISA is being that CISA is being set up in 2018. Why? Because the funding would have been there for it all to be integrated, especially with all the tools and the data tools necessary to do all this. They go in there, they set it up, they do it through some basically uh, uh, 10th fleet, maybe the United States Navy's 10th fleet, which is the cyber warfare division, or under the newly created Space Force, which came out in 2018 as well, and maybe under the intelligence branch of Space Force that deals with cyberspace and cybersecurity. And you have just a, a small clandestine groups overseen by a, a uh, commanding officer, probably a general or something of that nature, probably a colonel or major overseeing a group of three to five people who have permanent duty orders to that station for a certain period of time. They go on, they go in and they record this data and they have a security clearance, very similar to David Grush, where basically they can't talk about what they do. Okay. And so they go out there and they observe the 2020 election. They observe everything from the beginning. Now, do you also remember that the White House took over contact tracing data? Do you remember this? Yeah. So in 2020, if you remember correctly, in July of 2020, the White House took over the collection of all um, contact tracing data from COVID-19. Remember the phones were updated in June of that year? Yep. Now, what did True to Vote already show with 2,000 mules? I think that you can use a cell phone data to track. You can people. use a cell phone data to track it, that you can yeah. create digital boundaries with cell phone data, and then you can utilize that data to track people. And the White House, during the election, had full access and control of the COVID-19 tracking data from every single phone in the United States of America. Now, so they're imagine, the <laughs> imagine the narrative being set with true to vote 2000 mules. They come out and say, Hey, look, this is real. We, we bought this money. We spent $4.3 million to buy all this data. And this is what it showed. We even solved crimes with it. And the world's like, no, doesn't work that way. Your data could be yeah. misappropriated, right? Yeah. Now Donald Trump comes out with a report from a military general, and this general is willing to testify from the group directly from the United States Department of Defense or military, stating, yeah, so we were actually in control and access of all contact uh, COVID-19 contact tracing data during that time. And we have actually confirmed true to votes findings 
that there was massive election fraud with these organizations at these places at these times with these people. Not only that, is we have the names of the phone people, of the people who own them. Because remember, True to Vote doesn't have that information. We have the names of the people who had the phones. Not only that, is we know the carrier. We know who paid their bills. We know, we, since we had FISA warrants, we were able to get FISA warrants, and we have all the financial transaction data that leads us directly back to these Democrat charities and philanthropies that are funded subsidiarily through the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the Zuckerberg Foundation. Huh. Wouldn't that be novel that if Donald Trump comes out and eventually validates 2,000 mules through the vote with actual data directly from the U.S. government, military data, validated and backed, observed in real time. Not only that, but also packet capture data. You know, you, you got to wonder, because I, I, I've called Mike Lindell out on this a few times, and, and I like Mike. I think Mike's a good dude. And I think he's a true patriot, by the way. But he talked about the packet data, the packet capture data, how he had terabytes of, uh, of this. Well, the right. story behind this is that Mike Lindell was at work one day and somebody walked into his office, asked to speak to him, comes in and says, hey, I can't release my name. I can't tell you who I am, but this data has all the election data on it. But it's your job to get it out and look at it. And he goes out there, does a cyber symposium, has anybody crack it. And everybody comes back who looks at this stuff, who knows what they're looking at with a packet capture data and says, there's nothing here with an election. This is just, this is just garbage. It's just like, it's a streaming Mets game and Dodgers game. There's nothing on it. And Mike Lindell has held on to this. And now he's facing massive lawsuits because of this. What if that was the monkey wrench that the good guys threw out there for a reason? Right? Because what happens? You get everybody during that time talking about packet capture data. They thought. So was it a, it was a basically a red herring. There you go. It's a red herring. So basically, well, yes, but also that the good guys put this out there. Mike Lindell was in on it. They put it out there. They They put it out there to make them think that they didn't have anything. There you go. To make them think that they didn't have anything. And what happened is everybody got adjusted and said, no, this is not what those packet, uh, Patrick, packet capture data looks like. This is not what that stuff is. This stuff would look more like this. And in, in order, and, and you got to remember, all the pundits out there arguing it were saying, if it was going to be legitimate, this is what you would see. And if there was fraud, we would see the fraud here and here and here and here. So what if they actually have the data? And they've just been holding on to it till now. Yeah, my only thing is, could he release that legally on Monday? Vince. What? It was part of his presidential records. It's declassified. (laughs) Right. What do you think they were looking for at Mar-a-Lago? Oh yeah, what he could. Th- it's he lawfully has it. It's declassified. He's president. If he was the make- originator of the special access program, guess what? He had full control and access to give anybody access to declassify it at any point in time. So they bring the report in. They bring the data in. Say, yeah, there's election fraud. You won the election. He goes, okay. They go, well, what do you want us to do with it? Nothing. Go back, do your jobs. You'll find what happens. Because you can't tell the people. You have to show them. 
So what what was the last three years? It was setting the stage. It was the big setup. Now, do you remember 2019 is the year of the boomerang? Uh, what do you mean? <clears throat> On the cupos. I don't recall. 2019 is the year of the boomerang. It's it's, it's a phrase from keyboards. Okay. 2024 is the year of the boomerang. Is that what it says? No, but that's what I'm telling you it says. Because you can't remember anything that would dates and times in the cue boards is arbitrary. Is that the dates and the times are disinformation. You have to understand future proofs past. So the dates and the times are always going to be something in the past unless it's relevant to something actually in the past. Or always going to be in the future unless it's relevant to something in the past. So what did we just see here? We saw the ultimate setup. The stage being set. I also do believe that this potentially the same group, as I've said with Raising Dan Kane, was investigating the Joe Biden administration the moment they came in and has been watching them and been taking notes and collecting information. So imagine this for a moment. Imagine Trump begins to show just pieces of the evidence that he has. Maybe Georgia drops the lawsuit. Maybe Jack Smith drops the lawsuit or the indictment. Highly unlikely, which means that this will go to trial, which means that he gets subpoena power. Everybody's going to get to come in. And the evidence gets to be shown in a court of law. How do you enter evidence legally? There you go, right? So what we begin to see is checkmate. There is no way that the deep state, the cabal, the the globalists, the Democrats can get out of what they just created. Not without pissing off hundreds of millions of people. Not without two things. And the military. (laughs) Yeah. Civil War, World War III, new pandemic, black swan event, global economic collapse. Now, Did you see the reports that scientists are alerting the world that a new variant, BC.9, is spreading throughout Europe, and they're telling you masks are coming back? Yeah, they're calling it, I saw one called ERIS, Mm -hmm. E-R-I-S. Well, let me ask anybody this. I saw this yesterday, and I didn't get a chance to read through it. And this is from Defender of the Republic, Real Defender 45. She is on, oh, I'm not sharing my screen. She is on Twitter. She's got some good content out there. Um, you can find her right there. Defender of Freedom, Justice, and Truth and Justice, Defender of the Republic. And yep, I'm going to follow her real quick. She goes, I'm I'm multitasking, so I read through this quickly, but Joe, did Joe Biden just defer powers? And she's talking about this executive order that Joe Biden just released. Well, I got a chance to read it today. And the executive order is, uh, actually, I'll come up here. Oh, not the one I wanted. It's this executive order, United States Coast Guard Officer officer Personnel Management, okay? And so by the power vested in me by President of the United States Constitution, the laws of the United States of America, including Section 301 of Title III, United States Code, and an order that delegates certain functions concerning the appointment, promotion, separation, and retirement of commissioned officers of the United States Coast Guard, it is hereby ordered as followed, okay? Now, this isn't unusual, Okay. The War Powers Act basically gives Joe Biden this ability. But let me read what I wrote here. The interesting thing about this 
is the use of the Coast Guard, which falls under the Department of Homeland Security. Joe Biden has deferred powers of officer appointment. The Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security can, at his own will and cognizance, appoint a variety of officers and commissions to the United States Coast Guard. The Coast Guard has jurisdictional authority over all coastal waters and international waters when a crime is suspected and with State Department approval. Recently, the U.S. deployed the Essex Amphibious Assault Group to the Persian Gulf in multiple fighter wings and a destroyer. This was a, um, to protect fair trade in the area of U.S. Inter uh, interested vessels from supposedly Iran. The Russian grain port recently blew up and multiple other incidences on ships and ports have occurred. A few years ago, we reported on the Chinese YJ-18 uh, missiles and other types of long-range missiles and how China can outfit these missiles into cargo ships. At the time, there was a port backup and a series of 10 Chinese vessels hung out on the international water line of the west coast of the United States. It is my belief that this is ramping up, uh, this is the ramping up of coastal waterway forces is a response to the potential threat of maritime security. And I give five, uh, three potentials here. Potential new lockdown, virus pandemic type of event, Coast Guard would be used to check incoming ships for outbreak, sleeper cells, spying on weapons, threat of coastal invasion or attack from clandestine foreign assets, think Pearl Harbor, preparations for a black swan event to lock down the country, coast, and enhance maritime security prior to suspected date. One interesting section is pertaining to when the Secretary of Homeland Security has the power in said authority. It says, in a time and declaration of war. The authority delegated to the Secretary of Homeland Security by this section. Okay, that's the second part. During a time of war or national emergency, the Secretary of Homeland Security is directed to perform the authority vested by the President in Section 2125 of Title 14. During a time of war or national emergency, the Secretary of Homeland Security is directed to perform the authority. But then it goes on to say that uh, by this section may not be exercised during a time of national emergency declared by the President unless the exercise of any such authority is specifically directed to the President in accordance with Section 301 which is military movements, Defense Production Act type of stuff. So what are my thoughts on this? EOs, executive orders, or, yep, yeah, EOs are prep uh, preparatory for potential events and planning within administration, okay? In other words, it's likely to happen and to be needed. Yikes. Now, what does that mean? So the Department of Homeland Security now has the authority to appoint commission officers uh, and the president usually does this, right? This isn't unusual. It happens in the Navy, in the Marine Corps. It happens all over the place. Um, but it happens typically during times of, uh, let's say that Donald Trump is going to be out of the country for three months, right? Or there is some, there's a massive war going on or something like that. Like he's going to do that because that the secretary needs the authority during that time to be able to have the manpower where he needs the manpower. And it also says that if Section 301 is enacted in the War Powers Act, that the Coast Guard then falls under the Department of Defense, that the Department Secretary of Defense will have that authority, not the Department of Homeland Security. So what does this mean? It's telling you something is about to happen. It's telling you that they're worried about our coastland, maritime security, they're worried potentially of an invasion, an incursion. Um, you know, same thing that's happening in the Persian Gulf could happen to U.S. ships off the U.S. coastal land. They're potentially, if they need to beef up Coast Guard manpower with 
first line leaders, commission officers, that type of stuff. Um, they want the Department of Homeland Security to do those appointments. It could mean a thousand and one different things, but knowing what's happening right now and understanding, it could also mean if we see more of these executive orders, one for the Navy, Army, Marine Corps, then I'm telling you for sure we're going to war. That war is imminent. Uh, but this could be supply chain wise that they're about to do another lockdown. They're about to do martial law. There could be a civil war and they're taking these preparatory actions to make sure that all imports of the United States are secured by the Coast Guard, led into port so that they're not damaged, not blowing up these types of things in a time of war or unrest. That's my thoughts. So with Donald Trump stuff is when Donald Trump stuff starts coming out. What are they going to do? Well, they've already set the precedent. They've already, oh, there's a new virus out there. There's this out there. There's this out there. So understand that this black swan event could come much, much faster than you yeah. could ever imagine. Plus, they could just deny it and say, well, we're not giving up power. That's fake. You're lying. They could just, they could just refuse to leave. Yeah. And well, then, what's the potentiality for uh, well, another country to help the U.S. that's been proven to be taken over by the Biden crime family? Let me flip this on you. Let's say that the Biden administration. So let's just say that this evidence comes out exonerates Donald Trump, shows that he won the 2020 election, okay? What's the next steps? Do what's right. Trump's so the, the Biden administration basically says, we're not accepting that. Jack Smith says, we're moving forth with the indictment. Georgia says, we're moving forth with the indictment. What happens next? I don't know. Hmm. People That's are what happens pissed. next. People are going to be pissed. People are going to be out and protesting, probably rioting. They don't want that. They don't want that level of civilness, unless that's what they were preparing for with the Coast Guard. Okay? What's Congress do? Congress moves for an immediate action on the reversal of the voting on the electors. I don't know if they can do that, but it's potential. But one thing that we could see is the state's governors and legislators all passing legislation rescinding their electors from Joe Biden. Yeah. That's what I could see happening. Which then you have a separation of those 28 states, 32 to 28 states, separating from the union and basically pulling their authority back from the federal authority. That there is a civil war, cold civil war, but that would also indicate what we're talking about there. That would be economic collapse, by the way, as well. Everything would begin to tumble, tumble. What if we saw that this was actually a military operation? And that the military comes forth. Certain people in the military or Space Force come forward and say, hey, this is what actually happened. And yeah, he's, he's the legitimate president. He's absolutely right. They're fucked. And, and then, you know, Secretary they're... Austin basically says, we're going to look into this. Secretary Austin says, hey, look, you know what? They're right. This is legitimate. And if... Secretary Austin says, hey, look. You know, by the power invested me, Senate and Congress need to do something. We need yeah. emergency powers right now. The Supreme Court needs to jump in here. With it coming from the military, and if most of the military was on board and understood it, they're fucked. And guess what? Military is the only way. Because Donald Trump always talks about how the military is, is loyal 
how the military is is unbiased, unfractured, how they're nonpartisan, but how they're trusted. That people love the military and they trust the military. So when the military comes out and says, oh, you know, look, we, we can't deny this. It's there. It's real. It, it happened. Military was the only way. What did it mean? It means that they collected the data and had the information the whole time. And now it's being released to show that Donald Trump was innocent this whole time and won the 2020 election. And the military stands up and says, I stand And Austin's going to have no choice. Millie will have no choice and say, I'm looking at it. It, the, this was a real operation. It really happened. This is our tools. This is our stuff. These are our guys. These guys are loyal to us. It, it's legitimate. And military was the only way. I can't wait. I can't wait if it all unfolds like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's all the people that are. Epic. Oh, so there's going to be so many memes that come out of this. It's going to be the most amazing future. That's right. Okay, guys, I'm going to be extrapolating upon these ideas later on on AMP After Hours. Cool. In about 30 minutes from now. So I'm probably going to go through a little bit more history of uh, raising Dan Kane, go into Hillary Clinton's emails, the military operation, all that stuff, because people love when I talk about that. And I think it's pertinent, especially if this stuff is coming up right now. Uh, what, what it really means by military was the only way. So potentially, we have the storm has arrived it works man it does it fits the narrative it fits everything that we've been thinking about so guys i want to give a thanks and shout out to everybody who's helped helped uh, uh donate and keep us alive we are 100 viewer funded audience funded so we're the only way that we can keep on doing this day in and day out is because of you guys thank you so much for everybody who took place and took part in the uh uh, the Battle of the Streams, J- JCMC0007, celebrating a 19-month subscri- subscription streak. Thank you so much, JCMC. Love the Beach, two ice cream, derived, one lemon, desolate, one ice cream. Thank you so much, Love the Beach, derived, and desolate. Uh, we have Slumdog, subbed, gifted a can. Thank you so much, Slumdog. Castle Drummer, gifted a can. Thank you so much, Castle Drummer. RPG3573, donated one ice cream and another ice cream. Thank you so much, RPG3573. And I want to give a special shout out. This came as a request. I got to do it. He's listening right now. Right now. So uh, Rich Law out there in Highland, Michigan. Thanks for viewing us, my friend. Thank you for uh, tuning in every night. Much appreciated to you, my man. You take care and please feel free to join us over on socialredpill.com. Hit us up over there. Rich Law out over in Highland, Michigan. Awesome, dude. Appreciate you. We also have Cat24 donated two lemons, RPG, uh, or sorry, Roxy, SDG69, two lemons. Sean Joe gifted a cookie and Castle Drummer a cookie, guys. That's all the time that we have for you tonight. Don't forget to go on over to redpills.tv, subscribe over there, uh, as well as go on over to getgoldtoday.com, get your gold and silver in your IRA, your 401ks, get your 401ks transferred over, converted over, and get that gold and silver today. Uh, I'll be over on American Media Periscope's AMP News Channel on Rumble Live in 30 minutes. That show is Trump card inbound, very similar to this one. We're going to talk about a lot of different things. It's just going to be me, unless someone wants to join. <laughs> but uh, give me a good show. You guys take care. Have a great night. We'll see you guys tomorrow night. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption 
that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign, and it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me I patched the game. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's, a, it's collusive. It's, uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.